My first guest is my cousin, Bonnie. She has been coming to the Cherry Orchard for many years and has watched her children grow up on their summer vacations there. Hi, Bonnie. Hello. How are you? I'm good. What about you? I'm good. But <laughs> I thought it might be kind of fun to start a little podcast about some uh, traditions that we've been following in our family. I think and that's good. Um, you're such a great storyteller. I thought maybe it would be good to have you uh, here first, talking first. You're my well, first. I'm your first. Storyteller. I'm yes. your first. Yes. It's wonderful. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Um, did you uh, did you first come to the chair? I'm just going to talk about the cherry orchard a little okay. bit. This is a, a piece of land that my parents purchased in, I believe it was 1983. And um, it had at that time 30 some cherry trees on it. Um, and no house, no place to live. Do you remember that? I do. It was still a lot of fun, but just very different. Yeah. Yeah. Did you come with your, how, how when did you come? When, did, when was the first time you came? I am just kind of guessing, but John and I got married in 1983, and I'm pretty sure it was probably after we got married, or maybe I came with mom and Jim, but I do, I do have a feeling that if we weren't married, it would not have been an option to sleep together in the tents. I think that would have been <laughs> scary to even consider that didn't think that was an option so that makes me think that it was probably 84. after you were married after 84 yeah. summer 84 yeah you might have come with your dad and or sorry with your mom charlotte and yeah well jim maybe i can't remember that if that would have been um i don't and, have I don't have as many memories of those of those early early years when it wasn't everybody. I think I think that's interesting. Yeah, uh, there's some pictures that we found last year that were really fun for the younger kids to see that you know that have only heard about that and to and to just have a, a glimpse of all the amenities we have now. It's it's. Um, it was fun, fun for everybody to see those pictures. Yeah. Was it, um, do you remember that the, about the house? Would the house have been partially built when you first came? No, it was the kitchen, just a kitchen deck. So just a platform with, a, I don't even remember if there was a, there must have been a stove and a refrigerator. Yeah. It just seemed like it was just a deck and, um, I, that's all I really remember. I don't re really remember much about the orchard or yeah. I don't remember much else. We must have picked cherries. We must have, um, we must have, we must uh, have sold them at some point on the, on the highway, but I don't really, we will have to get dad to give us all those uh, details. Yeah. He has 
that all if he can't remember it he has it all written down yeah yep that, that will be fun this that that will be the fun part of this is just to hear little bits and pieces from everybody but I think there's going to be a lot of continuity I think there will be a lot of things that are similar for everybody and that's the uniqueness I believe of the orchard hmm. what is that what is that uniqueness you mean well I think for me the most fun part about going there and it has never changed has been how intergenerational it has always been so when you're there you're just part of the whole and the young and the old. And if, if you're excited about doing something more than likely, somebody else will make sure that it happens. And, and those things have just become such strong traditions that I think we're all disappointed um, when they don't happen. I, well, most of the time they just do, you know, like, <laughs> The height, measuring the height every year of the kids. Right. Um, that would be something that I think almost every family would make sure happened before. And and at what point did that become important? I don't know, but but it sure did. It became kind of a big thing, um, and it's changed over the years. But you know the the sinking of the swim dock that that's like okay, that has to happen at some point in there. Um, <laughs> And I don't know, that hasn't been going on for a lot of years, but as the kids got older and, um, and Mike had the fun of being the one to sink it, usually that it became, important. I think, I think capture the flag, they probably still play. Don't they play that every year? I don't know. I don't know if they've played that because this year, Brady, the youngest, uh, great grandson wasn't there. Um, so, you know, sometimes some of the games were, are played because of the younger, the youngest, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but they did have their, you know, tournament. They had their ping pong. Oh yeah. Ping pong. That's become That's a become a, Yes. Right. That's become a tradition. And, and, um, just some mores down at the, yes. now, now at the fire ring, of course, yep. but down at the fire. Yep. And um, watching the Aristocats, there's certain specific yeah. movies that must be watched every year. And, um, and I think that's just hysterical because would any of our kids watch them at home? I, I don't, I, it just wouldn't be the same. Right, so, right. And that's kind of a good point. That's something that, that sticks in my mind is that my kids often did things there that they would never do at home. So, yeah. um, you know, to, to, to get paid to pick up pine cones, I could have offered to pay them to pick up pine pine cones and they could have cared less, but to go there and get, and that still happens. I know that last time Brady was there, that, that still goes on. That's a, that's an annual event. Yeah. Um, And then going out fishing with your dad, you know, they would get up in the wee hours of the morning and um, be willing and your dad, anytime anybody asked to go, said yes. But they right. had to ask. That was another part of the grooming is they, yes. they learned good, um, I don't know what the word is. Is that etiquette? Some etiquette? Is, I don't know. It just, okay. and it just became, you know, pretty soon on their own. Then they know they have to go make arrangements with Uncle Jack if they want to go fishing. Right. And they have to be willing to get up early. So, So I just think that's that's the fun that's the fun of going and it's also the sadness and not being able to go because uh-huh. 
you just really miss out. But the fun continues even without us. And that's absolutely too. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe that's harder to change. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yes, I was I was thinking too, you know, with a with lower cherry, a lower amount of cherries, right? Yeah. That changed yeah. the whole sequence of oh, yeah. events there, yeah. right? Just the yeah. The cherry table, the sorting and the washing and the bagging yeah. and all of those uh, routines yeah. that uh, we've gotten into related to, you know, getting the stand opened and up right. on the highway and all of those things didn't happen this year. They didn't. Yeah, that's a, it's just weird. Yeah. But it's probably good in a way because it would have been kind of complicated. Harder. It would have been harder. Yeah, yeah I think it would happen. have been harder. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think out. yeah, I think Nancy had done a lot of thinking ahead of time about, um, you know, how to and and spoke with all other people, you know. Yeah. Uh, what are some things we need to think about? Yeah. You know what? How do we sell things up at the highway? What ways can we, you know, minimize any kind of danger? Right. So yeah, I think that it was sort of easier dad said there's only 45 gallons of wine wow and, you know this this year I think he had a hundred oh so he's really you know he's concerned about his his juice and his yeah wine, <laughs> <laughs> wine production so <laughs> that's cute <laughs> well I I also remember you know back in the day sort of um and maybe you remember this differently but I remember that my grandmother Vione Bell and Dolores used to be sort of the matrons of the cherry stand yes and uh, do you remember that and and there was some grooming again of how you were supposed to run the cherry stand based on those two right yep and uh, in some cases it discouraged the sell the sales That's probably true. <laughs> and, you know, those people who wanted to become sales people up at the state <laughs> were also, I guess the word would be dissuaded, right? From if they yeah. knew what they had to put up with it. It's like, I'm not, I don't think that's worth it. So, but, you know, they also were dedicated to that. That was kind of their contribution. Yeah. They weren't going to pick and they weren't going to sort, but they yeah. could sell cherries. Yeah, I think that's, there's a picture of Abby and Kristen in little aprons. And they oh, were probably, yes. I don't know, five and six, five and seven, something like that. And I, and I remember them learning, you know, how, and they would have to count back the change. And, yes. and yeah. the grandmas were up there making sure they did it right. Oh, that's pretty cute. Very, very cute. Do you remember your mom being so involved with finding things for the kids to do? I think it was your mom. Mm-hmm. Yes, she, she did. One year she did like bubbles and they had these, you know, mm-hmm. big, big hoops that they used to make bubbles. And yeah. yeah, but that and that has continued. And you were very good at that, too. You always seem to have brought a craft. I have lots of memories of of that um and the other thing too with the grandmas was when we were young moms um I was the first to have a baby after Jamie so wow yeah we're pretty old by the time Keaton was born he was born in 88 
And um, so I'm sure that the first year when I was the only one with a baby, I, I'm sure it was stressful. I'm sure I was nervous and trying to keep him quiet. And, but then Jurgen was born in September. And then I think Andrew was the next, was he in March? In March. Uh, and so by the next summer we had lots of babies and, um, and us moms were tired. And so <laughs> the grandmas became instrumental in, um, well, your dad and mom treated us all to the play and the grandmas right, right. stayed with all those babies and the rest yeah. of them went and went to the play and right. that, that was, was a lot of fun. That yeah, was a yeah. big deal. Yeah. So, and we did that for a long time, a lot of years until yeah. there got to be too many, too many babies. Yeah. And then another favorite with the grandmas was coming every year to see the outfits that Dolores would have made in outfits for the girls. Yes. Right. Was something she did for many years. And I know that was a lot of work. Yeah. She always found the fabric with cherries on it and mm-hmm. then figured out what to make for each of them. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those must've been those aprons that you remember. Were those the aprons? Did no, she just- they weren't. They weren't. That was the, I don't that know. Was- Jamie thing, maybe. Maybe. I don't remember where they were from, but I just know they had to wear an apron up there, which was cute. <laughs> <laughs> and As I recall, I might have had to wear an apron up there. And I was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, dear. And then do you remember, um, so do you remember, did John ever invite, like, his mom to come down to the lake? Or did he... Any of his siblings ever come to the lake? Just mom. His mom came his one mom? and um, and it was a lot of fun. She always got kind of jealous in July when we would come through Coeur d'Alene and go to Montana. And so bringing her along was a perfect solution to that. And while we were there, I don't remember this whole story. John would remember it better, but just in conversation, it came to be that Marion and I mean your mom and Marion, who both are named Marion, mm-hmm. were. Now I don't remember. Did they go to school together? They they uh, knew each other when they, they were knew each other, like in high school, something like that. Well, well for heaven's sakes, or there in their uh, school years, they had been in the same city or the same yeah. school or something. Yeah, yeah, wow. wow. So that's kind of. That is funny. Yeah. I don't, I, I didn't remember that. And I don't remember what your, you don't remember what year that would have been that, that Marion, your Marion came. Hmm, Boy, I'm going to say it was probably, I'm just going to guess 10 years ago. Oh, that's all. Yeah. Like 2010. What about, um, uh, your mom now, how do you remember when she stopped coming? Um, probably around, probably 75. No, that's not right. No. No, so no, no. You, excuse yeah. me. No, 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 that's way wrong. About no, 80? that's when, that's when mom and Jim got married. So, okay. okay so, um, before Carmen was born, for sure. So, um, 
probably around 1990, I'm going to guess. That's a guess. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I remember your mom worrying about, and I don't know if it was Keaton or if it was Keaton and Kristen, but she was so worried about him, them, one of them walking out, being outside and putting, picking up like pine cones and putting them in their, their mouths. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I do remember she worried. It was stressful for her there. So um, there were just too many, too, too many. many dangers. Oh, there were, there were, and water, you know, being around water, water, that, that. yeah, water and kids, water and kids. And, you know, so we were one, one of the things that one of your, um, your memory jogging questions was um, what was the hardest thing about coming when, when the kids in the early days. Yeah. Um, and I thought about that and it just kind of popped into my head. The hardest thing was packing all those scrapbooking supplies. That <laughs> drug with me. Yes. And then drug up and down that hill so yes. that I could sit there and Carmen would never get out of the water, so I was down there a lot. Hours. hours. And then I would I should have gotten a lot done, but I never really ever did. And the next year I would do it all again. It was like my biggest desire, my heart's desire. And now that I don't have any kids to watch swimming, I don't do it anymore. <laughs> so isn't that ironic? Yes, that is. <laughs> did you finish the ones you were working on? Oh, I didn't, but it's still, it's still a goal. It's still okay. on my bucket list. I will. I will do it. Yes, you will, of course. I will do it. So yeah. maybe hey. next year you can watch me swim. Maybe. I would love to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to swim over to the uh, little island thing. No. We don't want to no. get that rash. Right, that right. Get when you swim. Stitch. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear forgot about that too i like to block all the things that are <laughs> oh i guess i guess that the worrisome thing about the water was the kids going down there without any adult supervision and they knew the rules yeah. but yes. when they were a certain age that water was like a magnet for them yeah and i do you really remember anybody ever going down there any little ones ever escaping all the way down yes i do remember them heading that way and getting to the dock for example or getting to the dock and we you know somebody would and it could have been not during cherry orchard when there were so cherry season when there were so many people yeah uh, yeah it could have been you know when i was there and yes yeah. oh my gosh you know they knew the rules but it's yeah. so interesting and um yeah. you know so I remember the, you know, we used to have the rule that you couldn't swim if you, you know, right after you ate. Right. Some kind of rule that apparently is totally wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Not just if you're a young person wanting to swim. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> I always think when Woody goes swimming today, because he swims at a local pool I, and he eats breakfast first. I think, oh, yeah. oh, are you going to have enough to say? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said anything to him about it. <laughs> so when when do you think you started um, cooking? 
And what kind of cooking did you do? Oh my gosh, that's a good, that's a scary question. Oh boy. You know, wow. I, I guess. Hmm. Boy, I don't know. I suppose as the numbers grew and it just became too much, too much work for, for the grandmas, it just had to start to happen. Um, I think it was, I'm sure I was a nervous wreck at first. Well, I still am. <laughs> well, it seems like you always try out like a new recipe. Well, true? not always a new recipe, but, but, but I'm not good at cook, cooking for that quantity is, yeah. is what is hard for me. So if, if Roxy is available, I mean, I know Roxy's there and it's so easy for her that she's always my backup and, and I, um, I, and I think every year have to have her come and calculate something for me or yeah. figure out how much pasta to cook. Or I was thinking, though, I don't remember ever, ever having a, a, a meal that wasn't not just myself, but I don't remember anybody ever having such a big fail that we didn't have food to eat that, you know, something burned or something, you know, maybe it wasn't always on time. But um, I think it's a remarkable thing to accomplish and and to be able to do that and to have had to have learned how to do that has been a really good skill. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great now for the for the next generation is doing a great job. So, um, you know, I, 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 I always felt bad for your mom thinking, oh, it must be a nightmare when people left and her kitchen was just a disaster from, mm-hmm. you know, people just having. Yeah, different people in there, rearranging her tools. Yeah, that would have been hard. And, you know, just things not getting... I don't don't think it was for her. I think one thing about my mom was that she she kind of rolled with the flow. Yeah. And that that was part of it, too. And I think I'm really different from that. But um, I think she... It was a great break for her not to be in the kitchen as much. You know, even though she still had responsibilities there and she was forever you know, unpacking the dishwasher or doing something else. Right. Um, but I think it was worth it to her. She, she loved that whole process of sharing, you know, really that's, was one of her great, great strong points. I remember, sorry to, um, to tell you, but I remember producing a dinner with Woody, which (laughs) was a complete flop and that was pesto. Pesto. We made a great, huge, big bowl of pesto and noodles. Huh. And oh my God, you would have thought the sun did not come up. <laughs> it was not well received then. It was not. And I don't remember. Yeah. I'm sure there was some other, you know, meat with it uh, because Woody wouldn't do like a vegetarian dinner, I don't no. think. Um, oh, but that surprises it was me. this huge bowl of pesto that didn't go away. So oh, you know, no. the next day, oh. two people were eating pesto again. Oh, and the God. next day, two more people were, you know, the same two people oh, were eating. <laughs> well, I love pesto pasta, so I've enjoyed it. I don't remember being disappointed i'm sure it was great maybe it was a year that you didn't come maybe maybe that was the problem that was the problem oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) sounds Um, like a really good dinner yeah giving me an idea yeah don't do it 
<laughs> Don't do it. I'm just warning you. <laughs> the same case Spencer's <laughs> I'll be curious to see how I mean because this year I don't really know what ended up happening but did they cook all all of the entire meal outside no I don't think so I think okay. the kitchen is available for you okay. okay um yeah and I'm I, I'll be curious to hear how that worked out for people because mm-hmm. the idea was to limit uh access to dad's space right so that you know he his bathroom was his bathroom. Other yeah. people were using it. I don't know how that would have worked out because, because you just don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. That's great. That's good. Perfect. Let's see. Do I have something else that I would love to hear from your perspective? Probably. You talked about, <laughs> <laughs> you talked about the positive uh, and uh, s- some worrisome things like cooking yeah. for that group of people. Yeah. Yeah. And how about your kids? Did they have other, you guys had like a pop-up trailer for a while. Oh, we did. Yeah. Um, did they have was... other camping experiences or was this their sort of camping oh. camping activity for the summer? We would go clamming. And when they were younger and we first got the trailer, we camped quite a bit. Um, uh-huh. And they kind of preferred the tent. So I think... At first, they may have slept in the in the tent trailer, but then, um, as everybody, all the other kids started to sleep in tents, then I think they they joined. But my memory about the tent trailer was um, one year Carmen was still in the trailer with us, and um, as always the case, Roxy, especially when the kids were little, Roxy and I would always be the last ones up, and um, Mike, bless his heart, would stay up with us because he knew he had to walk us to our tents um john on the other hand he would just go to bed and because he knew mike would get me home so so this probably is my favorite my favorite memory of all time um so anyway roxy and i just take our time and we'd laugh and whatever and then it was time to get ready for bed and mike could you know we'd go brush our teeth and well i would brush my teeth And we would start, he'd have a flashlight, they'd drop me off, and then they would go. And he would just sit there without saying a word, as patient as can be for hours sometimes, hours, just waiting. And he'd kind of, once in a while, he might smile. And... Um, but it was really a conversation between you and Roxy. Mostly and just Roxy and I. And everybody else was already had already gone to bed. And he just was so tolerant of us. And... And he went somewhere on a trip and he bought each of us a flashlight <laughs> and, and brought it to us, um, brought it home and then gave it, gave me one of them so that we would each, I think he was maybe getting tired and <laughs> he wanted us to have our yes. own means to get to the trailer. <laughs> so anyway, bless his heart. He, he, he was, um, I just, I loved that. I, 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 um, I just thought it was wonderful. Um, and I miss it. I really miss yeah. that. Um, yeah. uh, that up, until the, up until two years ago, that was still happening. He was yes. still staying up with you and all. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that cute? But then we started to go to bed earlier. You know, this was back in uh-huh. the days when the kids didn't stay up and watch movies and, and it really yeah. would just be the three of us out there. Yeah. Uh, eventually Roxy and I would decide we were ready and um so 
anyway, that that was a side story to the trailer. We were yeah. um, so I went I went to bed. John had already been in bed for a while, and I got in, and he started. We started noticing something was flying around, and and so he turned on the light, a flashlight, and it was a bat that was inside <gasps> the tent trailer, and. Really? All I could think about was Carmen's hair. Carmen had that long, beautiful yeah. curls. And I, yeah. I, I, all I could think about was that hair over there. But the tra- trailer was big. She was way over, way over, away from where I was. And I couldn't move. I just, I, I was on the outside. John had to like crawl over me because I was like paralyzed in fear. And somehow he got a pillow and he was able to hit at it enough that he got it out the trailer. So I'm sure I let the bat in when I went to bed late and then caused this big commotion in the trailer. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's always. But you didn't scream. You weren't, you know, that you weren't frightened enough to scream. No, you know, everyone else was still sleeping or something. Yeah, I didn't scream, wow. but didn't like it much. Wow, 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 wow. I think the kids thought it was a big deal when they would get their own tent. I think that yeah. was fun for them. Yeah. So. Yeah. And did they also go, I mean, you're, um, you have multiple families, you know, that you go visit in the summer as well yeah. as other times in the year. Yes. And um, would you go to other, like when you went to other family members' houses or would you go like, stay in a hotel <laughs> instead of staying under the trees uh, in a tent trailer we didn't ever have any other opportunity to stay under a tree anywhere else um i guess i guess it that is part of the uniqueness isn't it it was it's uh it's just something special it's hard to even explain it to other people because most most people haven't really experienced that. And it was the best of, of everything because we had the amenities of a kitchen to cook and, um, and a bathroom and a shower, but yet the fun of pretending that you were camping when it really wasn't that hard to camp. <laughs> and it was usually comfortable temperature wise. And yeah, yeah. That's, that makes it kind of fun. That made yeah. it kind of okay. Yeah. Great. So, that's well, I, I think about, you know, we used to drive across from uh, New York State and we would try to do something on the way. You know, maybe we would stop in Cleveland and go to the zoo or maybe we'd stop in Yellowstone. Somehow we'd make a side trip somewhere. And the boys were always, well, not always, but for many years, particularly middle school and high school years, they were like, we want to get to the lake. <laughs> Stop taking us. To the <laughs> yes, that's definitely a rite of passage when you're a child, isn't it? I have those same memories. Yeah. So, and that's a, a great thing to want to get there, I think. Well, I know it's so nice when your grown up kids can come, and I always feel really yeah. lucky when my grown up kids can. Yeah figure out the time to come as well it doesn't happen very often anymore you know but yeah boy you know it's uh it's a treat when when they're there it is it's fun to watch who they've become and and then it's fun to still see the the generational 
part that just continues and and doesn't really change no matter what their age. Yeah. That's the part that just kind of amazes me is is just how I can sit down and visit with anybody and have such a good conversation. And I feel like that's something that happens at some time during the time that you're there, you make a point of sitting down individually with each person and having a conversation. Yeah. And I love that about specifically about your dad. I think your dad does such a good job of taking the time to, to ensure that that does happen. And, um, not just with me, but with the kids and, and he always made a point of, of doing something either, either sometimes before we would come or, um, while I was there making sure that I knew that we were welcome, that he loved having us and that we were family. And, um, and that, that meant the world to me. Um, I think I was intimidated by your dad when I was younger and somehow along the line, he turned into just a big teddy bear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it was him changing, Bonnie. <laughs> I think so. I think it was. <laughs> so I, I love that. Um, I love feeling, I love feeling missed. Jim, Jim, I think this time has called at least three times, if not four to, oh tell me what all's going on because he knows that uh, that it was hard for me not to be there and I I just think that's really great and um, part of what is so special or important for me about going there too is is I've always felt that the, that time um, at the orchard is kind of my private time with Jim you know mm-hmm. no no other parents and yeah and for my kids too even though I might not sit and talk to him for hours and hours every day, just being there together is something that we've shared. Um, that's been really special and that my kids have too. Um, yeah. and that, that's something I will always just be really grateful for. It's such an extra piece of that, yeah. you know, that, that often I don't think about. And that is, you know, I think I, it, I realized that some years ago when, um, when I, I don't know if it was when Lori and Sherry were there last time or, you know, the time before maybe realizing, you know, that's, they do spend time. They figure out a way to spend time at other times of the year, but maybe yeah. not, maybe not all four. Right. Sisters, or, oh, you know. Yeah. yeah. And even though their mom's not with us anymore, you know, it's still a good time for them to be able to just um, spend time together. And yeah. And that is like this extra little piece that happens through the, yeah. through the cherry orchard. So it is. And it's, yeah. and it's hard every year when there's a loss, you know, yes. each, each time somebody passes during the year and you have to go without them is, um, it's difficult and it, and it's difficult at times while you're there, just certain memories or certain oh, yeah. things will happen. And it's like, oh gosh. Um, but then again, the, it continues, everything goes on, you know, the Willie, Willie makes the ice cream now and, (laughs) um, and it's still a part of something so special and wonderful. And I, um, I think that's, we're very, very lucky that we're very lucky that to all be so loved by each other is, yeah, it's true. Pretty cool. Yeah. Thank you, Bonnie. You're welcome. Thank you. This was fun. (laughs) 